taking what we're giving. It's the Prattlefield. We hope you keep listening. We're the Prattlefield. We make a shitty living. This podcast is better than the rest. Well, maybe not, but it's better than death. The Prattlefield. You're taking what we're giving. It's the Prattlefield. We hope you keep listening. We're the Prattlefield. We make a shitty living. Don't stop listening to the Prattlefield. <laughs> I figure we'll get a laugh out right yeah, away. Yeah, well, yeah, let's start with that. Show. I, um, <laughs> but you know what that sounds like? It sounds like a branded opening, like we were talking about something right before the... Oh, yeah, it does. That's what it's going to sound oh, like. Yeah. You yeah, just right. did what? I yeah. just did that as a yeah, precursor yeah, to what yeah. we're going to be talking about for the next yeah. hour. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. But it sounds like we had a story. It kind of does yeah. sound like well, I was laughing yeah. at something. You, But if I'm laughing that hard, you normally would be laughing that yeah, hard, that's true. So that's kind of a giveaway there. Um, cause you tend to laugh. Cause if I was laughing like that, that either meant that I said something funny or you said something mm-hmm. funny, more than likely you said something funny and you laugh at your own jokes. We're both. Yeah. So you would have been laughing. Yeah. Had that been the case. That's how classy I am with, with my, my comedy yeah. bit. <laughs> yeah. I'm more than willing to laugh at my own stuff if no one else does. And you know what? I never used to, but once I saw that you did it and you didn't give a shit, I started doing it too. I'm like, well, it's... fuck this bozo doesn't care. He laughs at his own jokes. I think he's funny. Fuck it. I can do it too. I'm that arrogant. Whatever. Well, and it kind of well, and the, the nice thing about doing it, and I've had this happen where no one else laughs, but just you Once laughing. Once you start after, laughing, yeah. then they start right. laughing. It kind and of they might just be laughing it. at how much of a fucking asshole you are. Yeah, <laughs> but at least they're at laughing. At least they're laughing. I feel like <laughs> right. you know. Uh, I can't prove it wasn't the material. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so tonight, mm. uh, we're doing a show on. Um, well, we're doing a show on mental health. Yeah, buddy. I think. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, so to start, I'd say, um, so first of all, I, 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 I'm willing to bet that let's say we have, let's say we have, uh, a hundred regular listeners a week. Sure. Out of those hundred, I'm willing to bet that, uh, I don't know. I'm willing to bet 60. Mm-hmm. probably have some kind of mental health issue going on in their head. Sure. Whether they take anything for it or talk to anyone about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not going to guess that number. Right. I don't know. I don't know who takes meds and, who, you know, I don't know that, that what that would be. Right. But I, I'm just making the point that I want to get it out, get out in front of it and say that I don't think it makes me, um, weird that I deal with stuff in my head mm-hmm. a little bit askew from what I should. Right. I think, I think a lot of people do that. It's just a matter of whether they get treated for it or not. Right. Now. Agreed. I'm also of the ilk, though, that says that we tend to um, over-diagnose when it comes to children's mental health. I also feel like that. So I'm kind of getting it both ways. I'm talking on both sides here. A little bit um, you are. I know. Yeah. No, I know I am. I totally am. Because I feel like adults probably there's are underrepresented as far as... That goes. They're under medicated and kids are over medicated. I think so. That's yeah. my my very personal opinion. I have zero research on that. Mm. I just know that, um, in just reading art, you know, some random articles through the last few years, and you know, now that my kid is in school and I'm seeing more of it, and kind of how the school treats certain things, uh, it just feels like an awful lot of kids are getting labeled with something where i'm just not sure they're not just hyper kids i right you know i i just and, and now oh before now i'm getting excited <laughs> so this is going to be a back in my day bit and i i realize that gets old and people hate that but i i but i think it's a valuable point here in that when you you know you and i are in the same generation and i would assume um, a, a majority of our audience is probably in our generation. Yes. I, I would guess a majority of our demo is probably falls in the mid thirties to mid forties range. Right. This would be my guess. Um, so let's say that we're all part of the same generation, whether that's the end of X beginning of Z. I don't really know how that breaks out. It seems like every article I read on generation labels, right. I fall into different, different fucking categories. Right. Some of them well, I'm X, some I'm Z. No, I think we're, I think we're X pretty, pretty solidly. 
see, I don't, I, yeah, I, yeah, maybe. Yeah, you might be right. Maybe yeah, I right. think. So, but I, but I guess the point, what, what I'm saying is that when we were kids, I, I didn't have, like, the the guys I hung out with now, and I, I guess I have a little bit better, better perspective on this because I went to, to a, a handful of different schools growing up. I switched mm. schools a fair amount. Um, so I made, I had several different groups of friends growing up that I got to know. Um, and of all those groups of friends, I don't remember any of them having to go to like a special room or have like special anything or like any kind of like, they didn't have like, you know, counselors that I would like, we all just kind of were the same kids. Like we all just kind of did the same shit Mm. at school and out of school and everything else. Sure. Um, now maybe some of them had that kind of shit going on and I just didn't know about it. Could be, but I don't remember anything. Um, and I guess that's why I say I have, I might have a better perspective of that than you because you grew up your entire childhood was one school. Right. So of the eight guys you hung out with or whatever, Mm. you know, that, that could be true that maybe just the odds are that eight, no one had any issues. I went through several groups and I don't remember anybody having issues either. Yeah. Now, of those groups I hung out with, there were absolutely kids that were a little bit rowdier than the others, right? Sure. There's always Hello. those boys on the playground that are always fucking, you know, getting hurt or running into somebody or mm. fucking playing too rough or whatever. See, nowadays, I feel like nowadays those kids aren't just treated as hyper or treated as rambunctious or treated as um, rowdy. Now they're giving them labels. Mm. Well, you know, now now we're getting into the oh, well, let's make sure we put a label on that kid, uh, ADHD or Asperger's or whatever you want to call it. Mm. Oh, he's not just shy. He's got this. Well, I don't know. You know, I growing up, and you had it to every school, every class has it. There's those kids who just, they're just really quiet kids. Mm-hmm. And, that, and, and they're not, not all of them are the weird kids that no one likes. Um, there were several guys I knew that I really liked that I was buddies with. They were just quiet guys. They just didn't have a lot to say. I was that kid for a long time. Mm. Um, but I don't think I had Asperger's. I don't think I had, I wasn't on this, on the autism spectrum. Right. I, I was just a shy kid. I just, I just didn't, I didn't speak up a lot. And I think nowadays from, from everything I'm seeing and hearing and reading, it just feels like nowadays we like to put labels on these kids before we're really sure. Like, let, oh, let's go ahead and label him because he might be. So let's start treating him as if he were. I think part of that though is because of the fact that we're learning a lot more about mental health as time goes on Mm -hmm. and we're learning that a lot of the problems that exist with adults manifest Mm -hmm. when people are kids and because of that they're more careful about it and more receptive to that now it's double-sided coin you know you could be looking at something that isn't there and calling it something just to be on the safe side right or maybe it really is something (laughs) because but you know Aside from certain certain disorders where there are telltale signs mm-hmm. um, like autism or uh, dyslexia or something mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. um, I I don't know that you can ADHD for a five year old. Mm-hmm. Uh, that seems a bit of a stretch. They're five, can, right? They're yeah. five. That's their nature, right? Yeah, but middle school. Yeah, by that time, there are certain quote-unquote norms that should be followed. If someone has fallen outside that, I would go with that. But yeah, the grade school stuff is kind of... Kind of hit and miss. I would, I, and I don't know that if like anxiety and depression or anything like that, if that can manifest that young. But you hear about, you know, fucking eight-year-olds that commit suicide. You know, so I mean... Well, and, and, uh, you know, most of the stories you hear about that, it was a bullying issue. Right. Which is uh, right. infuriating to me. I, mm. that fucking one, that's one of the, it's, it's one of the few things that I see kind of see red on the bullying thing drives me crazy. Yeah. Cause I was bullied, bullied as a kid for a period of, of my grade school years. Yeah. Cause so I was, was fat I. and yeah. you know, you, I, and I, okay. Oh, poor me. A lot of people were bullied. I get it. I'm not, mm. you know, asking for sympathy, but bullying drives me fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, that's that's probably a different show. But so what here's what worries me about the overdiagnosis of young kids. And I'm <laughs> I didn't do any research on it, so how what the fuck would I know? <laughs> of course not. No, fuck Why would we do why, any why, research? Why would I read it? All we all you and I do is just talk out of our ass. <laughs> we really right. 
So and anybody who listens to this show knows that, right? Like, yeah, right. Regular, Don't take this as gospel, folks. No, our regular, our regular audience knows that we're just two regular guys talking. We don't, uh, we don't know shit. We're experts on eating and shitting. That's about all we can really say we're experts on. Um, and having small dicks. Yes, I'm very equipped. I, like, Well, yeah, I'm equipped for that, and I know this struggle well. I haven't seen it since I was five. Yeah. Part of that is... Part of that's anatomy, and part of it is I've got a little bit of a weight problem. So, um, mm. here's my concern, though, and 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 you ha- you went to school for psychology, and I'm not I'm not saying that to put you on the spot as you should know everything. It's been a lot of years since you went to school. I get it. Long time. No, I get it. Um, but I, I, I sometimes I wonder if by diagnosing kids with something, by labeling them and putting it's it in a their heads, fulfilling prophecy. Yes. Yeah. That happens now. You take criminal justice classes, or you you study criminology at all. That's that's a that's a, a prominent theory in that in that uh, field of work or field of study. In that, if you start labeling a kid as a delinquent at age eight, mm-hmm. they grow up feeling like they're a delinquent because they're yeah. being called that by the institutions, right? And they grow up to be shitheads because they feel like, well, fuck it. You know, well, I'm just I, I can't, living up to the label. Well, that yeah, they did. everyone thinks yeah. I'm a ship shitbag, right. so I'm just going to do it. Fuck it, right. I got nothing to you know. I, I can't I can't change anyone's mind. Everyone thinks I'm a shitbag. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I just wonder. Sometimes I wonder with juvenile mental health if that starts playing into it as well. Like you tell a kid at an early enough age and for a long enough number of years, oh, well, you're different than their kids because you've got this problem, or mm-hmm. they probably don't call it a problem. You've got this quality that other kids don't have. Right. However, they word it, right? Um, well, then now have you instead of having a kid who had that but was undiagnosed creating mental health issues when they're 40 are you now creating mental health issues for when they're 40 when they didn't have anything to begin with but you put it in their head that there is something right now they believe it and they do they have the same issue where they're like well you know what i am me i don't i feel like i'm cool the way i am but -hmm. everyone thinks i'm fucking too hyper and too active and too talkative or whatever Mm -hmm. too manic so now they're calling me whatever bipolar you know whatever you want to call it name your favorite mental health condition um so now they grow up feeling like they've got that thing and whether they have it or not, they tell themselves they do. So they do. Cause that's right. how, that's how your head, that's how everyone works. If you hear enough times that you're worthless, you're going to think you're worthless. Yeah. That, that's right. That, defi- that, that's the definition of fucking like emotional abuse for kids. Mm-hmm. A parent tells a kid over and over and over again, you suck and you're worthless and you're not any good. Guarantee. I'll bet you my fucking salary for a year that that kid at 40 is going to feel like he's not worth a shit. Right. And he's not good enough for anybody. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's, I guess that's my concern. And this, this show isn't about, you know, adolescent mental health. I just, I kind of wanted to get that out of the way first so that I didn't kind of forget to bring it up later, I guess. But I guess that's my concern with, with kids and the way we are handling it is, and maybe, you know, does that happen? Is that, is that a real thing where kids make themselves into that because they feel like, well, that's what everyone calls me. That must be what I am. Well, sure. I mean, like the doctor's smarter than me. He says I'm crazy. I'm crazy. If you're being told that right. at a young enough age where you're right. really susceptible to all this shit mm-hmm. and you hear it on and on and on mm-hmm. and on, yeah, it's going to have an impact on how you think of yourself and it's going to have an impact on right. what you're going to end up like when you're 30 and 40 years old. So what for pers- sure. Now, but, if, if we had to guess, and, and I, I know that we don't know numbers, if we had to guess, I guess ballparking it, I, I guess I would be curious to know what percentage of those kids wouldn't grow up to be kind of fucked sideways if no one labeled them that at age eight because there was nothing wrong with them originally they were mislabeled because they were probably a little too hyper in the playground oh we better medicate that kid well okay well now you're putting them on some shit you're putting them on mental you're putting them on a pill or a fucking whatever and that's altering the chemicals in his brain because he's on a medication that's made for adults why you know you can't i don't know i I don't know how would you prove it right that's the test. Because every, it depends on, obviously, and it, this sounds like a cop-out answer, but each case is going to be different. I mean, it depends True. on, was that kid diagnosed because he was hyper on the playground? Or was that kid diagnosed because he can't focus on anything? He can't sleep. He can't even finish a meal because he's too distracted right. by this and right, that. Right, you right. can't have a conversation right. with him because he can't com- finish a complete sentence because right. he can't complete a thought. Right. Two completely different things. Yeah. So your opinion is... And I'm not arguing. Your opinion would be that the doctors probably get it right more than they get it wrong with kids. I w- nowadays, I'm not saying 20 years I ago would, they got it right, but nowadays you'd think that they're getting it right most of the time. I would, I would, 
assuming that the the kids are going to a reputable trained professional like a school I district would, say would they spot, probably yeah. get it right more than wrong no, yeah no. But and, there again, I don't know how young they're diagnosing these kids. Yeah, I don't, yeah. And, eight I, year, and it's there's a big difference between an eight year old and a five year old. Yep. Oh you yeah, know? yeah. I mean, mentally, uh, yeah. there's yep. there's a there's a fairly big gap there, yep. as you know. You're growing. You've got a three year old. Yep. And you're seeing how the the brain oh, yeah. just accelerates well, yeah. through time. She's trained. Her personality has flipped almost 180 from when she was two, turning three, to now she's going to be four at the end of July. Um. And just in the in the in the last year, I've watched her personality flip. Mm. I mean, she's far more outgoing and talkative now than she was ever before. Right. Um, no, I get it. The personalities, you know, and you're right. Five to eight is all. You know, that's the difference between preschool and fucking you know second grade or yeah. first grade or whatever. Second grade. So yeah, no, for sure, I get that. Third grade. Maybe I don't fucking know. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Who cares? Fucking kids. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so I don't know. So that's that wasn't the, the really the topic with the juvenile thing, but that just that's kind of always bugged me that it just seems like we are really anxious to throw labels on kids, and then once we label them, we start putting them in special. You know, an hour a day they're with some fucking para in some other room, working on something, and and then you know they hit twelve, and it's like oh well they're old enough to take pills, put them on you know, um, clonopin. Okay, I, I'm just throwing out a drug. I don't know, but. Oh, time to put them on trazodone. Oh, they're 13. They can take pills now. Well, I don't know. Now you've got a kid going all through, you know, you're putting a 14-year-old brain on a mental health drug. And I'm not saying that it's not being prescribed correctly. I mean, it's a fucking doctor, right? So right. they're not overdosing them. I'm not, I'm not saying that. But um, anytime you take any kind of brain that alters the shit in your, or anytime you take a medication that alters the chemicals in your brain mm. or the, the firing of the synapses in your brain, that is altering your brain structure and while your right. brain is still growing and developing as a child right i just wonder what kind of impact that has 30 years later your brain's not developing the same way all the other kids are because strictly because you're taking a pill every day that they're not taking and it's fucking with the chemicals in your head depending on what's going on right and depending on the yeah. severity of what's right. going right. on i mean there again i mean we aren't doctors you no kinda, i know I mean, and no. obviously i'm gonna side probably with the medical profession just well, because i studied yeah psychology for yeah. so many years and yeah. was planning on going into that at yeah. one point in my life yeah so i tend to side with them i guess yeah um with and, your personality meaning, how meaning, long would it have been before you got fired you think if you were a <laughs> six weeks <laughs> first patient ah <laughs> uh, i want to complain he stares at my breast the entire appointment uh chad we need to talk about Grabbing so, the boobies, Chad. You can't do that's it. God not a, damn it. That's not a therapy. We don't do that here. Um, it's therapeutic for me, motherfucker. <laughs> right. So, uh, no, I, I know. I, I know. I get what you're saying. I And I and neither of us know. You're right. And neither of us are smart enough to know. Um, nor have we researched it. So I just, that's always in kind of a, 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 kind of in my craw a little bit about, you know, how early should you start messing with the chemicals in kids' heads? I just don't know. Um, it's different if you start somebody on a pill when they're 30, I guess, but boy, that's just such an active time of development and brain development when they're in yeah, school. And, and I just, boy. I just got to trust that a doctor is not going to put yeah. a high enough doses to really cause any serious yeah. fucking psychological damage or, um, physical damage to the brain or anything like that at, depending on what the age that kid yeah. is. Yeah. I think where I get hung up on it is I, I would agree with you that when it starts that young and, um, I think it does happen where people start labeling it and instead of just taking responsibility as a parent and realize that you aren't being a very good parent, yeah. they have an undisciplined kid. Yeah. Instead of pointing the finger at yourself and realizing that you need to be a better fucking parent, yeah. you just blame it on some fucking disorder that right. may not even exist. Right. Uh, yeah, and I guarantee that happens. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I mean, yeah, no, you're right. Right. Especially parents. Oh, no, it's not my fault. My right. kid has ADHD. Right. Right. Or maybe it's because you don't know how to fucking raise a kid. Right. You they get away with everything. Or you're you know? on Facebook all fucking night while your kid's out starting fires in the backyard. Right. Right. No, right. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that I don't know. I I guess I I would probably have a much different perspective if I knew someone personally that that kid was impacted by that. And I'm lucky that my daughter doesn't so far hasn't been diagnosed with anything like that. So I I don't have the ins and outs. But um. Anyway, so. To get out, so to get out of that into more personal matters, I would say mm. uh, we wanted to talk about 
you know, maybe uh, stuff that we've had or been through or, you know, um, just kind of, you know, open a vein a little bit here. You know, let's... Mental health, baby. Yeah, let's open it. Uh, well, like so, you said, you think about sixty percent of our listeners probably have something going on. Am I off on that? You think? What would you? What you never get? What would you guess as a percentage? Would you agree with that? I would agree with that. If we have a hundred people, not, that listen not to saying our show. I'm not saying that sixty percent of the people that are listening to our show are on medication. Uh, no, me or either. that are seeing no therapists no. or anything. No, um, but I do think that sixty percent of the people listening to the show probably have something going on that keeps them up at night or makes them feel yeah, bad or, yeah. or something whatever that right. may be right and they probably and, and of those 60 people and that's all i'm saying too there's 60 people that have something going on in their head now whether they think it's something or they just chalk it up to i'm a bad sleeper or you know mm. i just never have an appetite i mean they're probably not calling it anything but it very likely is something they're mm. just not diagnosed because they probably haven't seen anybody and that it is what it is right so right. you have to make your own decisions but um were you making a point before I cut you off? No, I think it just reiterated. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, I so don't think I was. I don't remember. If I was, I forgot it, so it doesn't, it doesn't fucking matter. matter. Yeah. Nobody cares. My points are stupid anyway. Well, so, yeah. So, I the reason we were, go- we were doing this show is I, um, I started seeing someone. So, I've had issues, uh, and a lot of it's been exposed over our show, so I'm not shocking anybody here, but... Um, I've had anxiety kind of behaviors for, for for a handful of, well, probably more than a handful of years, honestly. Uh, I don't, you know, I, I can't remember when it started, when I started noticing it, but based on my behaviors and the way that my head works, I've definitely had anxiety issues for the last handful of years that I mm-hmm. can, can say without a doubt are, are those kind of things. Um, so I got put on a, so I saw a therapist one time about hmm, four years ago, um, thinking that maybe I should go, maybe just talk to somebody, just see, you know, mm-hmm. and my wife kind of encouraged it, right? Like, Hey, you know, maybe you should see somebody just to make sure that you're on the same page or like, maybe there's something that you you can take action that can help you with that. Or, you know, right. maybe there's a medication you can take. So I started, so I saw a therapist. I saw her one time cause I found out afterward my insurance didn't cover it. So it was going to be like $300 a visit. Yeah. And she wanted to meet weekly. I can't do that. That's 1200 bucks a month. Right. I can't spend that on four hours of therapy. Right. My fucking Tony Soprano. I can't. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So unfortunately that was my last visit. I liked her, but it was just, I can't, I can't do it. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's the choice. And you know, and unfortunately not to sound like a, you know, bleeding heart, liberal scum like you are. Unfortunately, that's the choice a lot of Americans probably have to make, right? Is that was a joke. Everyone settle down. Uh, unfortunately, that's the choice a lot of Americans have to make. Yeah. Let's not even talk about what people in other countries are doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, talk about fucking the difference between, uh, you know, having health care or not. But even in this country, that's a decision a lot of people have to make. And a lot of people have to de- have to decide with, I can't afford that. You know? Right. I'm just going to have to be depressed. I'm just going to have to be anxiety. I'm just going to have to be anxious. I'm going to have to drive myself crazy. Yeah. Because I can't afford therapy. I have to work. I got to feed kids. Right. So you know, um, I, I'm not. I'm not casting that down. It. I think that's a reality for a lot of people in this country. Um. And that was a reality for me. I couldn't afford twelve hundred dollars a month. So, anyway, so that happened, and uh, I didn't see her anymore. And then uh, one day I went to my doctor for my yearly like checkup thing in my labs. And I mentioned to him that I was kind of feeling kind of weird. Mm. And I had to take a little you know, 10 question survey. Um, one side was anxiety and one side was depression. Mm. And you got to fill it all out. I filled it all out. The doctor looks at it and I scored really high on the anxiety side. Uh, so they put me on a medication for it. Mm. And this was, like I said, I don't know, four years ago, probably um, three or four years ago. And, uh, Remember what the med was? It's what's well, the same one I'm on now. It's um, lisinopril. Nope, okay. that's blood pressure. <laughs> okay. No, nope. uh, I'm not familiar with that. No, lisinopril is blood pressure. Uh, I do take that though because I'm fat. Uh, <laughs> my anxiety med is uh, lorazepam. Mm. Pretty sure. Okay. Not that I, I guess it doesn't really fucking matter. It's the generic but. brand. It's, it's the generic Celexa. Whatever Celexa is, the generic version of that. Okay. I think it's lorazepam. Anyway, so that's what I take for anxiety. And I've had that for like four years. So I take mm. one a day, no big deal. Um, it helps some, I think. I'm still, I still have issues with thinking about the same stuff over and over and over again every day. Mm. Um, 
but it it does take the edge off some i guess so that helps right not as bad as i was um so that was that so i took that for a long time and then last summer um you know last spring and in in uh you know i had some like you know the the unemployment bit and that right. that sucked pretty bad right and one of the things that i'm very anxious about and i have been for a long time was feeling like if i'm not successful in a career then i'm not successful as a person right that's one of the things that i have anxiety about is i constantly compare myself to other people and oh i'm a failure because i'm not making 80 grand a year and right i don't live in you know why is that a and if you're not that person, then you failed. You suck. Right. So I tell myself that all the time. And that's part of the anxiety or what I thought was anxiety. And it is involving the anxiety. Um, so last summer, uh, went through last spring. Uh, last summer, I started thinking about suicide. Uh, and um, I never, I didn't get to the point of trying it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't get to the point of even taking step one on it. But I got to the point to where I was thinking about how I was going to do it. Right. Uh, ide- uh, what do they call it? I, I, um, ideation? Is that what they call it? Is that the word? I believe it is, yes. I think that's the word, right? I- yeah. Ideation? No, I think you're right. I Suicidal thoughts. Right. I guess is what you'd also call it. Right. Um, so last summer I was dealing with that, where I was feeling like, <clears throat> you know what? Uh, fuck it. I, and that was when I was, that was when I was unemployed, you mm-hmm. know, not surprisingly, that's, that, that, that could be a trigger, right? Right. Um, I was, you know, um, I was pulling in unemployment. It wasn't enough money. I was basically living off my wife. I felt like a fucking complete failure in our relationship. Um, I couldn't really contribute to anything. Um, I wasn't getting a lot of interviews. It was, it was not, it wasn't good. And for a guy like me who is so takes his career success so personally, like I just said, I do. Right. That's a fucking, that's a pit man. Yeah. Um, so I started thinking about it, like how I think I might do it. Here's what I think I'm going to do is where the stage I was at. Um, and I kind of, and I, and it was an, it was bad circumstances because being unemployed, you're home alone all day. Right. Right. So if you're, if you're thinking about, if you're having suicidal thoughts, but you have a job, well, there's a chance that while you're at your job, you might be distracted by other shit. Right. Maybe right. if you have a busy kind of job where you're working on stuff. Uh, so then you, maybe it won't hit you until you're driving home and you're like, ah, oh, fuck, maybe I should just end it. Who cares? Right. Mm. Um, <laughs> But it was it was probably kind of dangerous because I was home all day doing nothing. Yeah, I was applying for all these jobs online. No one was really calling me. I'm sitting at home alone, not making any money while my wife's working to provide for me and my kid. And uh, I'm just staring out the window like, I got nothing else to do. You know, fuck it. Who cares? Right. So um, I had a lot of time to think about it, and I was pretty serious about about trying it. Um, but I never actually physically made the first step to go do it. Uh, which is probably good. Um, yeah, probably. But yeah, right. But uh, so it it kind of it 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 kind of passed, and I ended up getting a job, and and um, it hasn't been back since. But um, we went through this, and so we went through. I, I went. I went through this last winter, and um, over the last winter, it's been really like uh, since I lost, you know, that that my previous job, I've just been really like more bitter than usual and more cynical than usual and just kind of angry all the time and not angry like taking it out on my like friends or wife or kid right angry inside of my own head right just angry at everything just in pissed my, off yeah just overall general just state of angry yeah yeah right. um so like it, it was it, it was at the point and it and it it frankly it's still at the point but i i'm i'm working on it it's at the point where like after my kid goes to sleep and I go in and I go to be by myself, I almost feel like a weight's lifted off of me. Cause it's like, I don't have to put on a show now. Right. Cause when, cause when, when I'm with my kid, I'm fucking trying to be super dad, right? Like mm-hmm. full of energy, full of, you know, laugh at everything, fucking all the hugs and all that. Putting everything. on a front is fucking exhausting. It 100% is. It is fucking exhausting. And when you, and no, I know. And no, you're right. And I, I realize that you know it well as well. Well as well. Um, well as well. So, yeah, so it, it, that's where I'm at now. And like, because at work, I have to put on that front too. Yeah. Because the place I work at, it's full of bubbly, fucking happy yep. people um, who, and that's not who I am. I haven't been that guy for a long time, if ever. So it's like all day long, I put on a show 
and then driving home, I can be myself in my car by myself. And then I go pick up my kid and take her home. And then she's awake for the next, you know, I'm with her for the next three and a half, four hours. And I have to put on the show again for her. Yeah. Cause I don't want her to have any kind of fucking, you know, I'm not going to do that around her. And then after she would go to bed, I would, I would go lay down and I'd be like, huh. Like mm-hmm. I can just lay here and be angry now. Yep. <laughs> lay here and be angry and frustrated and cynical because no one's watching and I don't have to pretend. Mm-hmm. And the next morning you get up and you fake it all over again. And you do that every single day. Yep. Um, so that's where I've been over the, for the last, you know, year or so. That's where I'm still at now. So, um, here a few weeks ago, I started looking at therapy again. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, my wife was like, Hey, maybe you should talk to somebody about, the, you know, she was, she was pretty sure I was depressed. She went through some depression stuff in college. So she kind of knows what it looks like. And she's like, maybe she goes that maybe you should look into that make sure that's not what's going on. And she's like, there's probably something you can take that can help with that. You just have to go get it. Right. You know, it's not going to magically appear for you. Um, so I started seeing a therapist again, uh, a handful of weeks ago and, uh, that's where I'm at. So I go, uh, every week I go every, uh, so far it's been every Monday. I think that's the schedule we're going to stick to. Um, insurance covers it. So I'm good there. It's like 30 bucks a visit. I, just, mm-hmm. I have to pay the copay, right? Hell of a lot better than 300. Yeah. I can do 30 a week. Yeah. That's <laughs> right. doable. Right. Um, and eventually I think it'll go to like bi-weekly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just weekly for the first handful here until we get kind of the root of the problem. Right. And then the long term will probably be bi- bi-weekly. But, um, and when I first started seeing her, um, I was kind of like, oh God, you know, I'm one of these assholes that's like, oh, I've got a therapist. I got to go to therapy because I've heard people say that in the past. Like, mm. oh, when I go to therapy, we talk about it. And it's like, are you proud? Like there's people who talk about it. Like they're like, they're trying to brag about it. Like, oh, I have a therapist. Mm. Oh, I go see a therapist. Yeah. Oh, fucking good for you. I'm, I'm happy for you. You're so lucky. You get to see a therapist every week. <laughs> like I, I've never understood why people brag about it. And that's almost how, how I felt. It almost felt like people were bragging about it. Well, Part of it's because I think some of it is like uh, fishing for compliments or fishing. Oh, for, yeah. I mean, yeah. part of it is, oh, why do you need to see a therapist? You're so perfect. You're so great. You right. don't, you don't, you don't, you look right. so happy and you're so right. awesome. If you're not happy, you should be because you're so smart and you're so pretty. And Everyone loves so, you. Right. Yeah. No, you, I think you're 100% right. Um, they want it. Yeah, you're right. So. I've always thought that was weird. So then when I started seeing a therapist, I'm like, I'm not like, and this is the wrong attitude to have, but it's what I had in my head. Like, I don't, I'm not proud of this. Like, I I don't want to mm. be doing this. I'd rather just go home. I don't need to talk right. to someone about anything. This woman who I'm talking to, who I hardly know, she doesn't know anything about me. Uh, like I just said, I hardly know her, you know? So on week one, when I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. Like now I'm going to have to break down every fucking thing that I think about and worry about and stress Mm -hmm. about that I'm angry about. I'm going to have to break down all of the stuff I do when I compare myself to others because I'm fucking notorious for that. That's probably a lot of what leads me to have the issues I have, which you probably agree with. Yes. Um, You know, that's that You know, that side of me. I'm like, I'm like, God, I got to break all this down for her and I have to go through all this muck and muck and muck. And then maybe a year from now, we'll be out of the weeds and we can start really fucking treating it. Mm. And I was like, what a, what a fucking time suck. Yeah. It's just an effort to make money. She's just stealing money. She doesn't give a fuck. That sounds about right. Right. That's where I was at. And yeah. I, I, frankly, I, I'm still a little bit there because it's only been a few weeks. I still, we're still not, I don't think, at the root of the problem. No. And I don't expect her to be. She doesn't, I can't expect her to know everything about me in three weeks. You've got 20 years of shit. I know. No, I know. You're, you're fucking, right. You no, know, I know. Have well, to unload and you can't. More than that, because she's pretty sure there's childhood shit involved. So right. now we're getting into that. And it's like, right. talk about your childhood. Talk about growing up. How did that go? Blah, 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 blah. And it's funny because uh, my first visit or my second visit to her, my wife came with. And um, when I was, and my wife, she's not a doctor, but she's she feels pretty confident that some of my issues I am having now are tied back to childhood and mm. shit from that. For sure. Um, and she told the doctor that in our visit, she's like, I think, cause the doctor asked her, well, what are your thoughts on his, you know, on where he's at, you know, mentally or, you know, wh- where his personality is. And she told the doctor, I think, I think it's a lot of it, you know, I think a, a fair amount of it's childhood related. He needs to figure that shit out before he can move on, you know, get mm. that stuff put away. And, um, 
Now, now, as of my last visit, the doctor kind of agreed, and the doctor's like, I think, you know, after hearing more from me over the last few weeks about, you know, growing up and where I'm at now and blah, 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 now she feels like there's some childhood stuff, and now I'm starting to feel angry again, because it's like, well, that's that's what everyone does, right? Anytime that anyone has any kind of issue later in life, oh, well, uh, I was yelled at a lot. Fuck you. Do you deny that things that happened to you as a kid impact you as an adult? No, I think that can happen, but I'm not, I refuse to blame all of my issues on how I was treated at age 11. I, I'm not going to, I think that's ridiculous. No, I, I think you're, you're taking I think it it's to a, the extreme. They're not blaming everything that's wrong with you on one incident that happened to you when you were 11. It's constant things that happen to you when you're a kid make an impression and that manifests and yeah. compounds itself over time yeah. and going unnoticed or untreated or unacknowledged yeah. for 10, 10, 15, 20, 30 fucking years. Yeah. That leaves a fucking impact. Yeah. So it's not an isolated incident. It's, and I, and I know what you're saying. Well, I know yeah. what you're saying. Because everyone like, does that. And I wasn't loved as a child right. or, you know what? I, right. Yeah, I get it. I didn't always get a trophy. But you can't, you. you can't discount the impact well, that, like, yeah. if you said you were bullied. Right. That's a, that's a big fucking deal. No, I, I was yeah. bullied too. And a lot of the issues that I Most have. Most of us were. That's I can why trace I, back to, oh, I, well. I think people overplay the bullying thing a little bit. Now, bullying mm. today here I said it was going to be a different show. Bullying today is a shitload worse than it was when we were kids. Social media makes bullying right. a, a fucking unbearable now. Right. Because they can make you feel like shit 24 hours a day now. Yeah. Used to be when we were in school, you only felt like shit for eight hours a day at school. Right. When you went home, you were fine. Right. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't even know what I was saying. God damn it, I fucked it up. Well, how many times do I interrupt well, you? Well, no, I think you were just saying that <laughs> bullying can lead to a lot of issues and that if I was bullied as a kid, that could be manifesting Yeah, I'm now. just, yeah. yeah so yeah. What I, the point I was just trying right. to make is you can't automatically lump yourself in or discount the fact that shit that happens to a person as a child has an impact them on them as an adult. It's not making an excuse. It's making, an, uh, it's, it's an explanation. It's a partial explanation. It's right. not an excuse. Right. It's, hey, here's the roadmap of what, what happened. Right. Here's how you got to where you are now. This right. contributed. That's right. all it is. And I think that's where... That's, it's not like you wouldn't be where you are now if that wouldn't have happened. Maybe you wouldn't be to the point you are now to the extent you are now. Yeah. But it contributed. It's not the yeah. sole root. Yeah. I, and I think that's where... I, I think I'm going to have to work on getting past what you just said. Not what you just said, but the point you just made. Because when when my when the, when she talks about childhood this, childhood that, yeah, you know, I get it. Relationships with parents, uh, whatever, blah blah blah. In my head, it's like I'm not going to use that cop out that everyone else uses. I'm right. not going to blame everything on my fucking parents. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to blame everything on fucking kids I went to school with in fifth grade. No, and but, I don't think, and I don't think and the that's therapist she's, is trying she's to get not, you to try she's to not. do that. She's making the same point you are, I think. But in my head, I can't get over, through, over that hump. In my head, it's like, well, I'm just that's just making excuses. That's blaming other people for my own issues. But you're probably right. I think it, it probably does We're have an impact. We're social animals. We don't live in a vacuum. So right. what other people do and what other people say, it right. has an impact on who you right. are and what, what you think about yourself right. or what you say about well, yourself. Well, and especially the way that you're treated in your developmental years mm-hmm. can absolutely, you know, shit, mean, mean shit people to say to you at 40 probably aren't going to be as impactful as shit people say to you when you're 12. I would, right. I would venture to guess. As Unless an adult, it's the same shit you've been hearing for 40 fucking years. Maybe, yeah. Right, 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 right. right. So, um, so, yeah, I've been... So, her and I are starting to unpack, I guess, all this stuff. And um, she revealed to me last week that on my... Because I had to take, like, a, a brief, like, uh, depression um, questionnaire for her when, mm-hmm. I, when I registered for all this. So, she said last week that I scored as, like... Uh, I can't remember what word she used, strongly depressed or, um, you know, I'm, I'm on the verge of major depression. I don't remember how she worded it. All I really heard was depression. Mm-hmm. And she's like, do you feel like you are? And I'm like, I don't think it's depression. I'm bitter and cynical. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I don't trust really anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and I trust absolutely no one with my kid except for myself and my wife. Uh, and I 
feel like a complete failure because I don't do a job that matters to the world and I don't make enough money and I am not successful really at anything. But in my head, that's not depression. In my head, right. that's anxiety, you know, linked to or anxiety slash confidence issues, self-image issues. Mm. She's making the point that based on the survey I took and based on the shit I say to her, she thinks it's actual depression that I have. For sure. And she thinks it's been going on for a long time unchecked. Mm. Oh, maybe. And, and that's why I brought up the suicide thing last summer, just illuminating that she might be onto something. I don't, I'm not saying that that was due to depression. That could have just been a random fucking bad day. I, I don't know. Or a bad couple. Obviously, it was over a couple days. That could have just been a bad couple days. I don't, I don't know. You know. I don't think suicide, suicidal thoughts, I don't think are always spurred by diagnosed depression. I think some people just, you have a bad fucking day and you're just like, fuck it. Or maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe that is depression. I don't think most people go to that place. Yeah, I don't. Maybe not. I don't. I don't. I don't know enough. But I mean, I, it's pretty. It's more rare. There, there's a difference between speculating on. Oh, you know, if shit got really bad for me someday, and if I were to kill myself, I would probably take pills, or I'd probably use a gun, or I right. would probably hang right. my, you know, whatever. Right. <clears throat> That's morbid. Yeah. But that's speculative versus I am at a place right now where I would rather be dead than alive. They're two completely different things. Yeah. So maybe that plateau, the second one doesn't get reached as often as I, maybe not. Um, So yeah, so that's where we're at now is, you know, she said last week, she's like, I really think, and here's what's irritating to me. If I can vent a little or go on a tangent here just a little bit. She's like, I really think you should talk to your doc, you know, your family doctor about, you know, our talk and about the depression thing. She goes, I, I really think that you should be taking something for that to try to help, you know, help you with that. And I was like, Oh, okay. And, and she I kinda, can't prescribe anything. No, no. Cause she's a psychologist, not psychiatrist. Yes. She's yeah. a, well, yeah, she's a, um, like a, like a, uh, therapist slash like counselor. Like I don't, so yeah, she, anyway, she can't prescribe anything. So she's like, I really think you should talk to your doctor about this, blah, blah, blah. Well, and I, and I blew her off, I'll be honest with you, because I was like, I don't fucking need depression pills. I'm fine. Now, as we keep talking and as I keep talking to her, maybe it'll dawn on me that I do need to take something. As of right now, I'm kind of like, eh, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. I don't, I, I, I don't really believe that diagnosis. I don't, I don't know. But here's what, here's what bugs me about it. Here's what bites my ass about it. If you're going to tell me that I should be on something, you should, right after you say that to me, you should hand me a fucking name and a phone number and say, here's a psychiatrist that we recommend from our office that I will, and she should say this, I will call her or him and tell him about the conversation we had if you if you allow me to. That way, when you go visit them, they'll kind of know what, what we've talked about and they can help you get on something. I, I think it's bullshit that she, sh- that she would say, oh yeah, you should mention that to your doctor. What? Go to my family doctor who I see once a year and be like, hey, yeah, I'm seeing this therapist. She thinks I'm majorly depressed. You mm-hmm. know what he's going to say? He's going to say, well, uh, you know, because every time I get my, my yearly checkups done, I have to take that goddamn survey for him. Yeah. The mental health slash anxiety survey. Every, and, and the depression one never comes back that bad. Mm-hmm. It comes back, you know, lower end. But the anxiety one, it also comes back lower end now because I'm on meds. Prior to this, it was really high. That's what he's going to say. He's going to say, oh, well, your depression scores on my survey have never been that high. I, you know, I don't know. Well, now does it look like I'm just trying to get pills? Right. Now. I think it's strange that she would tell you to go to your family doctor because yeah. they aren't trained in that. Well, that's the other thing. They're I trained just, in general medicine. Right. They're not trained in, they're not specializing in fucking psychology. No. He deals with pink eye. He deals right. with getting labs done once a year. Right. You should lose some weight. That's what he says to me. Right. That's, you know, that's what family doctors are for. Mm. No, I agree with you 100%. That's what I'm saying. She, I, I really, and maybe I'll Did talk to her Did you ask her for a fucking referral? No, I think I'm gonna though. I, I'm gonna say to her, because I meet with her again uh, in a couple days here. I think I'm gonna say to her like, hey, you know, if I'm gonna go talk to somebody, sh- can you refer me to someone that you can talk to or that you know that I can go talk to? Mm. Like, I need to talk to somebody who knows, understands at a pretty deep level what I'm dealing with. Right. So that they can say, yeah, here, I think you take this, start at this prescription, start at this strength. Right. Take it once a day. And if it doesn't work out, call me in two weeks and we'll adjust it. Yeah. That's what I need. Right. I don't need to be going through my fucking family doctor who deals with pre-diabetes and high blood pressure. Mm. No, I agree. Now, granted, he's the one that gave me the anxiety pills. So that's, that's where he got the anxiety meds from was from him. Mm. 
but still, I just think that that's a natural transition. She should be giving me somebody. Yeah, I agree. So I might bring that up to her because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not comfortable going to my family doctor being like, yeah, this therapist that you don't know says I have depression. Give no, me something. There's way too many different types of antidepressants well, yeah, out just, there. Yeah, and they he's, treat what's different he going to say? And, yeah. What, you know, he's, what I got to get her to write a letter. Just right. fucking give me somebody. She mm. must have somebody they can refer you to. Yeah. If it's a therapy off, cause she's not just a one person office. It's a whole agency and there's like 10 of them that work there. Mm. It's not like she's a private practice. I mean, she's not. So anyway, that frustrated me. So yeah, I think in a couple days when, and cause I guarantee the next time I go see her, we're going to talk about depression again because she's going to want to get back into it for sure. And we're going to get back into it. And well, we're gonna, absolutely. She's going to want to unpack dude. childhood. And, oh, so it's not a great attitude. <laughs> thanks dad. So I'm going to ask her about that. Like, Hey, so anyway, that's a side story, but, um, so yeah, that's where I'm at. So apparently, um, Dr. Feelgood over there thinks I have depression and, uh, so you, you don't think you do No, I, I, I maybe I, I am, I must not understand what depression is when I hear depression. I think of somebody who has no emotion. They have no feelings. They, um, they can't show, they can't even fake happiness there. I, I think of Eeyore. Okay, poo. Like I, when I think of mm. depression, I think of the human version of Eeyore. No, that's there, not what it is. I no, and uh, and I may <laughs> not know, but maybe that's why I don't think I have it. Depression to me is somebody who they can't even get out of bed because they just feel like they just have they 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 have nothing to to mm. live for. Mm. Uh, that's, that's not me. That's I'm capable of faking it every day. I do it. Right. There are different. There are varying degrees. P- apparently. That's why I don't feel like I have it. Cause in my mind, it's one thing and I'm not that guy. So you're not Eeyore. No. no, because you can still fake it. Right. But that doesn't change the fact that when you're bitter all the time and everything is negative and gloom and doom yeah. and it doesn't look like anything is ever going to work out. Right. And it's just that general mindset. That's, that's part of it. Yeah. See, I didn't, I don't Yeah, in that. that it's, it's, it. it doesn't mean. Depression doesn't necessarily mean you are suicidal or no, you're right. thinking about that. Or See, in my head, it does. Yeah, bed. so I'm mislabeling. Obviously, it can lead to that. Yeah. And there are cases where that is the case. Yeah, that's probably more severe cases. Right, yeah. for sure. When you want to shoot yourself every day, that's a fucking, that's right. really depressed. Right. I'm just not at that level. Right. I'm ascending to it. <laughs> yeah, right. That's not funny. You're so, still, I, I would say you're still there though. Yeah. I don't know. And, and that's the thing is that that's the problem is that there is such a, so I, I take, I take fucking antidepressants. Mm-hmm. I've been taking these fucking things on and off since I was in college. Yeah. Okay. And I've tried a bunch of different things and I've gone, I got so sick of them and I went off them and I'm like, oh, I don't need this shit anymore. I'm fine. Yeah. Then I start feeling bad again yeah. and I, everything is fucking negative and doom and gloom. Yeah. And I just feel like this shit just isn't worth it. Nothing's yeah. ever going to work out in my favor. This sucks. This sucks. This sucks. It's yeah. so exhausting faking it all the time. Why can't I just be happy for real? Okay, well, let's try fucking meds again. Try these. They didn't work. Try another ones. Oh, they just make me feel numb. Right. And I don't like feeling numb, so fuck these meds. I'm not right. going to take them. And it, 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 it's a process. It takes a while to find something that might actually work. Yeah. But it's the problem is, is that there's a stigma out there, and it still exists. If I walk around with a fucking sling on my arm, yeah. people are going to ask what happened. Oh, I fell out of a fucking tree, and I broke my arm. Right. Oh, that sucks. Did it hurt? Sure did. Yeah. Oh, Okay. Well, how long until you 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 heal up? Oh, I don't know. Doc said it should be fine in two weeks. Cool. Hey, you want to go get a bear? All right. Yeah. Hey, why did you miss work yesterday? Because I saw a psychiatrist and I'm on antidepressants. Right. Crickets. Take his pen away from him. Yeah. Crickets. Oh, oh, oh what's wrong with you? You weak? Just right. get over it. Right. Just man get up. over it. Grow up and man up. Man up. Right. Be a real man. Yeah. Tough it out. What's your yeah. fucking problem, you fucking Sally? Yeah. What are you fucking crazy? Yeah. That stigma's still out there. Oh, and that was that was the only attitude to have forty, you know, fifty years ago. Right. Our fathers. That's that was the that was the attitude of all of society. Mm-hmm. Nobody talked about you know there might actually be an imbalance in your head. Right. Back in those days, it was you need to suck it up and go to work. Mm-hmm. Right. You, go work. Yeah. You need therapy. Go cut some wood. You know that was that was it. No, you're right. And that's, that's, you're absolutely right. That does still exist. And maybe that's why I refuse to believe I have it. 
maybe I, in my head, I tell myself, just get over it. You're fine. Mm -hmm. Or maybe I tell myself, you know what? I'm not depressed. I just have that kind of personality. I'm just negative. I'm not negative because of depression. I'm just a negative asshole. Well, some people are wired that way. Maybe that's yeah, just some me. people are, but there's there again, there's that difference between like, I, I think what, and again, I'm not a fucking doctor, but what clued me in on it you is when you say, <laughs> <laughs> is when you talk about faking it all day and mm -hmm. then looking forward to the time where you can just be yourself. So you don't have to act anymore. Mm -hmm. Well, I've been there, done that, man. It's fucking exhausting. I yep. know exactly what you're fucking talking about. Yep. And I don't deny the fact that I've got depression. Yeah. Fuck it. It's yeah. out there. I don't care. Right. That doesn't mean I'm incapable of having fun. Right. It doesn't mean I'm incapable of laughing and enjoying things in life. No, I certainly do. There are a lot of things I like about right. life. There are a lot of things that I enjoy, right. you know, but that doesn't mean that there isn't something that's going on with me that I, I've got something chemically in my brain that is fucked and I take medication to help take the edge off. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm okay with, with, I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. And so I'm all that to say is that I can recognize a lot of the stuff that you're talking about. I recognize that. I see that in myself. Not, I mean, they're, they're different. I don't measure my success based on what I do. Mm -hmm. So I don't think my self-worth is lower because mm -hmm. I don't have a job where I'm making a hundred thousand right. dollars a year. Yeah. However, I do think my self-worth is lower because I'm fucking alone at 43 years old, Yeah, you know? So, yeah. I mean, there are, right. There are We're same, measuring different. ourselves different ways. Right. But we are measuring ourselves. Right. 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 And I'm, I'm aware of this and I try not to think that way, yeah. you know, but and to be honest with you, when, you know, when we were texting back and forth back when you lost your job and stuff like that, mm -hmm. I was actually a little concerned and I probably should have said something at that point in time. Hmm. I mean, I could pick up on, I'm like, wow, I mean, this guy's always cynical and he's always bitter, but this is bad. Hmm. And I just, I don't know why I just didn't call you out on it or say anything. And I probably should have. Well, you're a shitty but friend. I, I am a <laughs> shitty friend. That's probably what it is. It's probably maybe you know, honestly i think it's, well he's not gonna fucking listen to me anyway <laughs> no i wouldn't no. <laughs> no you wouldn't have. uh no i so i i i don't know i we just I, I think we just felt like this would be a cool show because it's i i don't i i think it's probably something that a lot of people don't want to talk about or like they aren't comfortable like just kind of laying it out there and like mm -hmm. they're embarrassed or i just feel like fuck it like i it happen i mean no i i don't know i people who listen to our show i don't think it, people may have guessed that maybe i had some issues mm. because of i'm that guy on the show as like i am in real life but you're pretty i think i actually feel like you're you're pretty upbeat on our show as you are in real life so i'm not sure anyone would have suspected that that we had anything like that either of us i i don't know i just yeah, maybe not. I, I don't know. I don't. I. I think if they were to guess one of us, it would. It would probably been me. Well, uh, yeah, but you've talked a lot more about. Yeah, your, and I never yeah. really talked. I mean, I've talked about. Oh, what was me? I'm fucking single, and yeah. oh, what was yeah. me? Women don't like me and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So I mean, they could probably clue in on that. Yeah. But yeah. no, I've never. This is the first time I've ever talked about you know the depression or being yeah. on fucking antidepressants yeah. or that sort yeah. of thing. Um, but I guess being being that the case i would say i would absolutely say next time you talk to your therapist you should mm -hmm. say give me a fucking referral yeah and i would start trying some stuff yeah. because it doesn't again i'm not i'm not happy camper i still fake my way through some days yeah. i mean some days are better than others that's just the way it is yeah. i mean it's not like i don't wake up every morning hating life or anything right. like that it's not right. it's not to that extent right um, but i have my moments yeah and it takes a while to find meds that actually work yeah because there's a, like I said before, there's a lot of different type of meds right. out there and they all do right. something different chemically in the brain. Right. Some have nasty side effects. Holy shit. I was on it. I can't remember what, I think it was Zoloft when I would, my most recent, when I went back and saw someone, this is probably two years ago, three years ago when I got back on the meds, um, I was just feeling shit, feeling yeah. like shit all the time. And I'm like, I'm sick of feeling this way. I got to get back on something. And I didn't like the stuff I had been on previously because it made me feel numb. Mm. And they put me on, I think it was Zoloft. They put me on and holy shit, nasty side effect there is you can't fucking get it up. Oh, oh my God, that was brutal. Yeah. So I, 
when I went back in and they're like, any side effects? I'm like, yeah. I can't jerk it. Right. You said to him? <laughs> I, I can't remember what I said exactly. I'm like, I, they asked, are there any side effects? My response was, huh, yep. And they're like, oh, is it sexual? And I'm like, yep. And I'm like, all right, we'll try it. And they didn't even, they didn't even have to get into yeah, detail because yeah. it's just so well known that yeah, some people yeah. respond that way to yeah, it. Yeah. Um, so they got me on different stuff. But, yeah. But I mean, it does, it can take the edge off. Yeah. And it doesn't change who you are as a person. I'm still a fucking cynical asshole. I've yeah. always been that way. No, you've always been a prick. I, but no it's doubt. just, it's not, you know, again, it, 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 it does take the edge off and yeah. it can help. And here's the other thing that I think that I'm thinking about is, so no, I, you are right. I'm, I think when I, I go back in two days just to talk to her again. So I'm going to, I'm going to ask her, Hey, if you want me to see someone about a medication, can you tell me who to go see? Cause I, you know, whatever. So I, I think I am going to bring that up. Uh, but here's the other thing that I think is going to be a bad news for me. I'm not much. I'm not much for patience when it comes to like stuff working. Mm. Uh, and I don't know how that's going to go for me. I feel like now maybe I'll hit the jackpot. And if I do need to be prescribed something, which I'm not convinced I do, but if I do need something and they give me something, maybe I'll hit the jackpot, the mental health lottery. And the first thing they give me fucking works and that's it. Maybe boy, that'd be lucky. But let me tell you, you something. You do realize it's going to take two to three weeks for yeah, that stuff to yeah, actually yeah. take effect. Right. No, and I, I and I can I can tolerate that because that's just the way the human body works. I can get around that. What I don't, what I'm not sure I have the patience for is trying a lot of different things. I don't know if I'll be able to do that. I think I'll give up. I think I'll if if the first two don't work, I think I'm going to be like, you know what, fuck it, I'm not taking anything. It's not worth it. I really believe that's what's going to happen. By me saying that, I'm probably just telling you that's what's going to. happen. Mm. But I'm basically telling you what I'm going to do, but maybe, maybe I'll try it and I'll get re-energized and I'll be like, you know what? I'm going to try five more and see what works. I don't know. Yeah. Until you get to the point in five more years where you're feeling really, really bad again. Yeah, and you I don't get yeah. to the point where I was and you're like, I got to fucking do something. Yeah. I can't fucking stand. Well, this. and this isn't, this isn't, um, we, we neither of us have, have done this. I don't think, or maybe you mentioned that you did at one point, but something that that's worth mentioning that folks, you know, May or may not, may or may not understand, and I, I, I guess I know it, Frank. And I'm, I'm not trying to brag, but from from my time working in, in the jail, which isn't a job you brag about, but my experience in dealing with people there, what happens a, a, a lot of the time with people that have mental health issues, is they start taking the meds and they feel good, and they stop taking the meds because they don't think they need them anymore. Right. I just wanted to make that side point in case people weren't aware that that's a thing. That happens a lot. Fuck yeah uh you know you're that's right. i i'm a I think prime you example said, I think of you that, that, you I, that. I was on you this felt stuff good and, and you I, got i'm off like it. hey i don't need this anymore right right, right. people do that all the time yeah uh and that's and and a lot of the time in, in in working at the jail and 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 dealing with people there a lot of the time that's the case is that you know when they they when we would see them come in for whatever and they were on their meds they were fine but then you'd see them a month later and they would be batshit off the wall crazy mm-hmm. um you know, jerking off in the cell, fucking, you know, whatever, uh, because they weren't on their meds. Then you get them back on their meds and then three weeks later, they're back to the way they used to be. Right. And they'll, and, and the doctor, the doctors will tell you and they'll, the inmates would tell us like, yeah, I stopped taking it cause I felt like I didn't need it anymore. I was feeling good. Fuck it. I don't, I'm not gonna spend money on pills. I don't need. Mm. Well, there you go. Now you're back in the, the hole again. Um, anyway, so Anyway, that's I, I that's I guess that's the show. I just I, I think it's I, I just think that it's valuable that we just fucking bring it up and talk about it because I think there's a lot of people who maybe are dealing with shit in their head and they don't want to go talk to somebody or maybe they feel like there's nothing wrong with them. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I would say if you're feeling that way, don't listen to JB. Listen no, to don't. Me. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm still because I'm right and he's wrong. Yeah, because I'm still of the attitude that they're that I don't have depression, but according to you know, um. According to the therapist, I do. So I, I don't know. We'll see where it ends up. If I remember to, I'll update us in one of our future shows about what ended up happening with that. But I'm guessing that between the therapist and my wife, I'm probably going to end up trying some stuff to see if anything changes. But well, I would hope so. And again, don't expect don't expect a fucking miracle. Again, it's not like yeah, it's not like you're. Gonna... I won't turn into Joe or Brandon in a week. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> or ever. <laughs> Look at me. Couple of Best case lucky. scenario, yeah. you turn into me. Yeah, great. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's 
what I've got to look forward to. Lucky you. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I guess if you don't have anything else, we can shut it off. But no, I don't. I it's kind of a weird show. Kind of weird. We, we didn't try to make people laugh. It was more of just kind of being raw about Shooting something. The shit. That, yeah, yeah, you know. I. But hey, at least I started it off with a laugh. That's true. You got the laugh, by the way. I did. Got See, doesn't everyone feel better? We got yeah. a laugh in. That's right. Should we end with a hearty laugh, too? You don't ever say anything funny. What am I going to laugh at? You're right. Good point. God, you're a dick. I am. All right. Fuck you. Okay, bye. Bye. I love you. <laughs> there. There was the laugh. <laughs>